Good morning, good evening, good night. This is Levi Bertie with another episode of the Old Nigga Section, aka Sit Your Old Ass Down. And today I'm gonna go down a a small history lesson. We'll start it out. Um growing up, I grew up in I'm, you know, of course you know me, you know I'm a country nigga, grew up in Bertie, da 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 da. Um I was a big hip-hop fan growing up really huge hip-hop fan um i i leaned more towards like niggas selling drugs and stuff like that even though i knew selling drugs wasn't for me i'm not with selling somebody something that's gonna harm them and gonna affect their family i'm just not uh, that's just not something that i would i was comfortable with but i did enjoy the music i loved it i, I love drug dealing music and you know, outside of like Tribe Called Quest, Tribe Called Quest was like beautiful to me. That shit was fucking great. Um, and then like the early two thousands, I became aware of this producer named Kanye West. And at first, I just, of course, I just loved the music. But then he started to rap, and when he began to rap, I was just like, oh. Oh, this is different because this for me, he he was wearing polo. I oh, fuck it, that's what that's my brand. Uh, he liked to fuck bitches at that time. I was I really enjoyed having sex with other women, and um, you know that was his that was his rap style. He was more of a regular person. He talked about you know he talked about college and like his first couple freestyles and you know going to art school and stuff like that. And for me, as a creative. I was thinking like, yo, this nigga is everything I could ever ask for in a rapper. He makes dope beats. He, um, at the time, um, he talked really conscious. Um, so he, he talked about stuff that made sense. He won't talk about killing nobody. Da da da. It won't no gun clapping. It was just like, I'm rapping. I'm enjoying life. This is beautiful. I love my mama. I love Jesus. All this other stuff. And I'm just like, yo. It, this is I, I not to say a crush or nothing like that, but that's just like yo. This is this is my guy. I have bought, I've purchased shirts. Um, I've bought the albums. You know anything? Only thing I haven't done. Only thing I haven't done was see a Kanye West show, and that's something that I, man, I regret. I regret that a lot, and the reason why is because the the man that I loved. Is no longer available. He's 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 out of here. Like this 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 nigga was my hero. I mean, not even though he's only like a, only a couple years older than me, I looked up to him like, yo, this nigga's fucking great. Nigga, I got a tattoo of the bear on graduation cover on my arm. I love this nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love Hove. You know, but Kanye was somebody that I was just like, yo, this guy is the one. When Katrina happened, he said, George Bush don't care about black people. I was like, yo, nigga, Jay-Z ain't never did no shit like that, nigga. None of these, none of these niggas that these drug dealers I was listening to was never saying no shit like that. I was like, yo, okay, I'm all the way the fuck in. I'm sold. I am. He was in my top five, everything. And... Shit, in time it just it it literally just dwindled away, 
And it wasn't because of his music. It's because of him. I mean, in the, in the past couple in the past couple years, people will say that Kanye's wild out. And as a fan, you could see it. But you know, when it's somebody that you care about, you kind of let it go on for a while. You don't really say much about it. You, you know, it's like people talk bad about him. Oh, perfect example: the Drake, Drake and Pusha T um, beef. Pusha lost. I mean, Pusha won, but because I'm a Drake fan, I couldn't really say it. I couldn't really put it out there because it was just like, ugh. So when people would say like, "Man, this nigga Kanye is crazy. What the fuck is wrong with this nigga?" I'm like, "Nah, I me mean, just he was on the Hennessy, man. That's it." I would always make excuses, and even like maybe when it was on MTV a couple of years ago, no, maybe about five or six years ago, he was saying, "I'm gonna run for president." I was like, "Oh my god, this shit is fucking great. This is fucking awesome." And from that moment on, this nigga has been tripping, tripping, tripping. Now, now some people got mad at the, you know, him going to see see Trump and stuff like that. But for me, at that time period, I told myself, nah, this came. This is this isn't a bad thing. And the reason why I say it's not a bad thing is because. If you want to make change, you have to talk to people who have who have the ability to to put your change into motion. You know, like that relationship that he built has helped free some people and stuff like that. Um, That's a really big relationship to have, even though I might not agree with all the stuff that, that Trump is saying. But when he's in power and he has the ability to change and create stuff, that's the person you want to talk to. Like, I, I just I just never understood. That's just like. The Republican Party. If you make the Republicans feel like, yo, we'll vote for you, they will probably do something back in return. And in opposition, sometimes we we actually might need that. We might need that because if they get in the office, that we at least want them to feel like, hey man, we got you in the office. Can you at least, you know, follow through on what you said you were gonna do or you know, take a look at take a look at our issues and stuff like that. So I so I look at I looked at Kanye going to meet Trump as a situation such as that. That's that's how I looked at it and shit for a long time I thought that was the move. I was like, alright, this is this is this is alright. And then he just kept getting he kept getting wild. He just kept trying to down Obama. Then he kept trying to pump up Trump and then like it's like he would ignore it in time he seemed like he ignored the type of shit that Trump was owed. Sorry, I'm tired as fuck. I've been all, been at work all day, but I wanted to make sure I recorded this shit because it was heavy on my mind. And this nigga Kanye, he just started to get wilder. His clothes, his fashion sense that I used to love, it went away. This nigga was rocking blonde hair. And these big ass fucking jackets and shit. And I'm like, yo, this nigga's fucking wild. Yo, what the fuck is wrong with him? And then I see, you know, then people say like, oh, he just married Kim. And I'm like, no, Kim still look cool. Kim still looks pretty damn cool. You know, she's 1980. So, you know, of course, she's going to be cool already. But, you know, I'm looking at her. I'm like, she seems cool. She seems like she still got a head on her shoulders. She seems like she is on it. And Kanye just started just it just started to dwindle away. Even the music suffered. 
the Jesus the King, Jesus is King, even though it's the album of gospel. His rapping was motherfucking trash on it. His topics were trash. It just didn't. I, it just didn't reach me. Um, Life of Pablo, nigga, seemed like he was all over the fucking place. It was just like, and and even then, I would admit it to myself that he was fucking up, but I would never say this to anybody else. Never. Because I, first of all, I don't like putting people down. I don't like putting black people down, and then I don't like putting people down so other people can talk about them. I really don't like that shit. I don't like talking to people in general, like in a negative way. Even though I have, but I, I really don't like it because it's it's counterproductive. Um, but yeah, I kept defending this nigga, kept defending him, and he just kept doing dumb fucking shit. So now it's twenty twenty. Nigga said I'm run for president. Remember a few years ago said that. All right, so here we are. Yesterday, what's today? July ninth. This is July twentieth. So this is July nineteenth. In South Carolina, um, he held a he held a rally, a, a rally, I should say, like a presidential rally. And in that rally, this nigga said Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves; she led them to another slave master. And I couldn't, I I, I was just blown away. I'm like, what the fuck? Mind you, on Twitter, I was just defending this nigga. And my sister had to check me. Uh, my homegirl had to check me. My cuz had to check me. Uh, boys on the chat was checking me. And I'm, st- you know, I'm still holding on. And as soon as I see this shit, I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm done. I- I'm fucking done. It- it's like Kanye used to be my Superman. And I'm not saying that in no gay way. I just really admire the nigga. And it's like somebody's putting kryptonite to his ass and he just keep dwindling the fuck away. And I just don't understand why. Like, what in the fuck happened to you? And it, and it's so and it's so it's so painful to even talk about or discuss because for me, I I believed in him. I I truly did. I really thought that he was going to change the world and you know, do things and you know everything he set his mind to. I like I fuck. With, that's why I fuck with if you. Know me? I fuck with Tyler the Creator real hard because I started listening to this nigga when he was nineteen years old, and everything the nigga said he wanted to do, he did. Everything, everything he said I wanted to accomplish, he started to accomplish. And I looked at that and I was like, that's what Kanye was to me. Kanye want a clothing line, um, he gets it. Um, he wants shoes, he makes them. Uh, make albums Shit Anything that nigga Put his mind to He did it So it was For me Just looking at like Yo this is inspiration He didn't let He didn't let nobody Deter him He didn't listen to people To try to doubt him He did him And he won His way And now it's just like Yo man What in the fuck Happened to this guy And I'm just I'm praying for him But I'm more bothered Than anything because it's like it's like you just lost your hero like that's it I mean you know what I'm saying like when Mike Jackson died I lost it if Jay-Z was to die I would probably lose it again if Kanye had died before all this bullshit then I was taking off work I probably would have sat outside I would have drove to Chicago or California wherever the fuck he was have the funeral and sat outside the bitch crying 
That's how much I that's how much I care for him. I, I love hip hop. I love that shit. And his music, it it moved me. I was really fucking there. That, that nigga's So now this nigga's trying to run for president and the shit is fucking horribly whack. Like I it's 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 just painful, man. And I cause it's like you're not not only that, you're not talking about the issues like I remember when on on Watch the Throne album, Kanye talked about killing some white whack shit. Cause he was talking about Chicago and how the murders and stuff like that. I'm thinking like, yo, man, if you use your voice and your power, man, you might be able to make a whole lot of change in your city and stuff like that. And and I don't even know if he care about shit like that anymore. I'm not a native of Chicago, but I wonder if he cares for them anymore. Does he care for the people? Does he does he care about anything? I made mean, when his mom dad just everything just fucked up. The shit just it's just it's just fucked up, man. I, I just I just really, 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 really feel bad for for him and I feel bad for us as fans, man. The people who really support him. We we're really fucked up about this and I need to stop, I need to stop talking about it, man, because I'm already sad and I'm about to start talking about some more sad shit. Cause um I think I talked about this on the episode before. Um it was some gun value you know, we have hold on, let me let me start let me start it like this. I'm a firm believer of the don't bring up cancer awareness at a AIDS rally. If we're we're talking about trying to stop AIDS, don't come in talking about cancer. This ain't the time for it. So I felt like that when people when during the Black Lives Matter movement, when people talking about police brutality, and then people say, "Well, we got to stop killing each other," and I was always I would always say, "Man, why? What the fuck? You like this ain't this ain't the time we talking about the police right now?" But this shit hit home, man. Um, when I got that call from the school, like I had already saw the the news, you know the. The news posted and everything saying that a student had passed and then when my son's school called me and then they talked about the kid passing um kid who went to go to school with my son um uh, was murdered i'm not sure what happened i remember when the shit um when the shit first went down and it happened i, I remember seeing the story saying it was out two o'clock in the morning people were like why is he out two o'clock in the morning hey man this ain't it this ain't the time for it. What he was doing out, why he was out, that shit does not matter. What matters is, why in the fuck is, what in the fuck did a 16-year-old boy do that you had to murder him? Just, just help me out with that. Because it's, man, it's painful, yo. You, mm. We all know that one day we're not gonna be here, and it's painful. And as my reckoning as that is, there's no way that you want to get get out of here earlier than expected. So when a a parent of a 16 year old, I could I, I I would probably flip the fuck out because I mean just think of last summer this could have been my situation. My son um has a bullet in, has has a bullet in his head. I don't talk about it much and I try not to think about it because that was a whole 
if I was getting into that, y'all would probably laugh at it. But I was so pissed off, I couldn't even, I couldn't even control him. I couldn't, I couldn't even control. Him. I couldn't even go out there and see. He was with his mom for the summer. I couldn't even go see him because I was so pissed off at the situation and how everything played out. But um, bringing it back to the main point is that it's gun violence. It's, it's gun violence. However you want to look at it, it's gun violence, and it's on the kid. There's no, there's no way in the world reason to why teenagers are being murdered. Why would you murder anybody? Who in the fuck gives you the right to murder anyone for any particular fucking reason? If I had a gun and the motherfucker bust through my door and started firing, I'm not gonna try to kill them, but I might try to blow their fucking kneecap off. I don't want you to die. You made a mistake trying to rob my house, but I don't want you to die. I don't. I hope you don't try to kill me, but I don't want you to die. Because I see. See, this is my Christian values kick in. <laughs> even though I even though I'm leaning, I'm leaning hard to Islam. But um my Christian values kick in because it talks about thou shalt not kill. Who the fuck gives you the be give you the right to be judge, jury, and executioner? You know what I'm saying? Like that shit that shit is extremely whack so for a parent who's waking up or figuring out or somebody calling them and saying your 16 year old child was shot and they did not survive I could not imagine well I could let me change that I could imagine because when I found out I don't see now I'm about to get deep I'm gonna get real deep real personal and I don't even give a fuck if they get mad at me or not Because I don't give a fuck My cousin called me And she said Called me crying Levi, Levi, Levi What happened to Cam? What happened to Cam? He in the hospital He got shot And I'm sitting here like Excuse me? What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean he was shot? This nigga done posted the shit on fucking Instagram, and because he got me blocked every time I every time I unblock myself, I look try to look for look for his ass again. He done block me again. It's like nigga must look every day, like make sure my dad ain't following me, and I'm blocked my ass. Um, so when I saw the post, I was just I was blown away. I was like, nigga, you get shot, and the first thing you do is go to Instagram. You call your friends, you do all of this stuff, and you don't call your dad. Then I called his punk ass mama, cause I'm, I'm gonna say that about it right now about it, cause they was both some bitches on it, and I tell them to their face, fuck, I was pissed, I was really pissed. She didn't call me either. Nobody told me shit. But as soon as it was time for the insurance to come out, guess guess who they calling? Hey Levi, hey, hey, can we get the insurance? Uh, what's this card? What's the insurance card? Could you get that information to me? Doctor's calling. I'm like, yo, can somebody tell me some information about my son? Well, we can't tell you anything. I said, yo, he is my child. What in the fuck are you talking about that you can't tell me shit? And these they went through that whole spiel, but as soon as they needed my insurance, they would call me, hello, Mr. Mitchell. Uh, we wanted to talk about the insurance. And I said, well, oh, y'all didn't want to talk to me about that then. But now that you want to talk to me now 
And see, I'm, I'm, I don't went on the fucking rant. Slowly told me the little kid getting shot, thinking about Cam getting shot, and the shit that happened between happened there. The shit was just all fucking bogus and fucking whack. The point I'm trying to make is killing some whack shit. So if you so if you're in a position and you're asking yourself, should I murder somebody? Don't. Now if it now if it comes to my life or your life, I get it. I understand that. But find a find a way not to kill them too. Find a way to save your life without killing them as well. Trust me, it I think it'll be more painful. If they sit in jail or they gotta walk with a limp forever because you blew their kneecap off. It it might leave more of a lasting impression than just shooting a nigga and putting him on the ground. That's the easy way out. So oh, man, I'm sorry, that I, I done got emotional. I'm a bit in there pissed off, ready to cry. Think about my son and, and everything um regarding that with um with being shot and everything. But like let's, let's matter of fact, while we on my son, let's talk about this nigga. So the other day we're riding in the car and he usually doesn't talk to me much about shit. He said, Dad, can I bring a girl over to the house? Now mind you, he's 17. He'd be 18 in December, but he's still the 17. He ain't even graduated high school yet. I said, if you want to come to the living room, then yeah, come be my guest. If our parents are okay with her coming over to watch TV or something with you downstairs, then me and my wife will go upstairs, we'll leave you be, give you your freedom, blah, 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 blah. Boom. You are straight. And he told me, well, I might as well not even ask her then. What do you mean? So what were your, what were your expectations? Were you expecting to have her over here, take upstairs your room and fuck? And all that stuff Nigga no Who in the fuck do you think you are I get it I get it you are 17 you're about to be 18 But guess what ain't number one dick working in here Unless you jacking off That's the only way you gonna bust in this house And that's a fucking fact You got to work. You gonna have to work real hard We got this ring going on You gotta sneak that bitch through the back door I promise to god nigga if I catch you in the motherfucking house I'm throwing both you niggas out in the street naked And that's a fucking fact Cause that shit is fucking whack Nigga I cannot believe That you would think That you gonna fuck in my house No nigga No Even when you get grown And married nigga You still ain't fucking In my house nigga I know what it is I fucked on my mom's bed before it, Thinking back on it It's not a good feeling It's like damn That's real corny man Your mama came and slept Back in that bed And you done fucked You didn't change the sheets You get what I'm saying That shit is Extra extra fucking whack um, so no, he can't do that. But let's see. I wanted to go to these six brown chicks questions. Let's go there. Now for my new segment, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while. I'm gonna go through some of this. This um, Facebook page called Six Brown Chicks. Great follow. Um, they have a lot of good questions that people send to them and. I like to go through and answer them, answer them at times, but today I'm going to do that as well for you. So let's start out with question number one. I'm trapped in this loveless marriage. His wife destroys his ego and his pride. I take him shopping, sex him, etc. 
build him back up and then he runs back home to do all the things for her that i've asked him to do for me i love him and it hurts advice whoa okay so he might be in a loveless marriage but she should understand that she and him also have love as well. You said that you love him. He constantly comes back to see you and stuff like that. So he loves you too. So maybe he's not getting the love from her, but he's getting the love from you. I suggest thugging it out, staying with him, and working this shit the fuck out. Just keep, He's going to come back to you. Trust me. He's not leaving you. Why do you think he's leaving you? Just because he's going back with her. But you know he cares about you more. So why are you care? Why are you worried about that? You should be happy, and happy and understanding uh, with the situation because you already stepped into it. So there's no need to get messy. There's no need to get uh, August Alcina. Just accept this entanglement and enjoy. Question number two: One night stand happened right before the pandemic struck. I let her stay that morning because the virus was on the news and she was scared to get an Uber. Four months later, she's still here and pregnant talking about our relationship. <laughs> I want her gone. Help. Okay, my nigga. Look, if you had a bitch that came there for a one night stand and she stayed the night, all right? You already set the boundaries and the rules. You already set the ground. The ground oh, God. You already laid down the groundwork saying that you do not care. You laid the ground. If you say she's still there, that means that you've been fucking her the whole time. You've been fucking her raw within by the time within these four months, and she's pregnant. So you know what you was doing. Listen, let's go, let me put this out here for all fellas and all ladies. If any nigga say I don't know how you got pregnant, he is fucking lying. Unless the nigga was blacked out drunk, everybody knows when they come. And when everybody comes, they know exactly what's in it. Is, is a condom going to catch it? Or is is it going to get in? I remember when the day Cam, Cam was conceived. I remember it. Because I remember I pulled out and I looked and I was just like, hold on. That ain't all the jerk. That It, it, it jerked once before it went in there and that was Cam. Cam was in that first part. Of, Ooh, it's, oh, let me get out. And I pulled out and yeah. Yeah, I got a son. So, so one night stand, brother. I, I, you're done. You're done. All right. So, question number three: Connected with a cool, a cute coworker, and our relationship was going well. Hey, fucking people you work with is actually pretty damn cool. Um, then we that that's something I said. Sorry. Um, then we all had to work from home. He connected with another coworker, and she posted that they're official. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This the end of the world. Everybody cheating. Don't be stupid. What? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me read this again. Connected with a, a cute coworker, and our relationship was going well. All right, so he didn't have a relationship with you. He was just fucking you. Then we had to work from home. So now I can't see my work, boo. So now who do I have a better connection with? All right. And then another coworker posted that she and he are official. Him, he says, this the end of the world. Everybody cheating. Don't be stupid. Hey, you know what you signed up for. If you think you got, if you got, if you better than this bitch, don't give up on what you got. Don't you let that shit go. 
Love that nigga. He's still there. He ain't going nowhere either. Yeah, she may have posted him and claimed him and all this other stuff. That don't mean nothing. He still gonna come see you. You need to be happy and appreciate what you have. All right, so question number four. Auntie, 48, but looks good for her age. Closed her beauty shop and launched her OnlyFans account. My unemployed boyfriend has been spending our money on her. He says he's supporting her, but I think there's more to it. Also, she has whole tendencies. Alright, first of all, you said your aunt is 48. That means she is not old. That pussy is still ripe and moist. So, if your broke boyfriend can get pussy from your aunt who has a job and the only fans, then you might as well stay too because he dropping some wang off. And that's a fact. If he can if he can fuck your aunt and you and he ain't got no job, hey, hey, we got bigger fish to fry, man nigga. We got bigger fish to fry. Alright. Question number six, and this is my last one. My ex stopped returning my texts. My baby needed milk and pampers while he was spending his money and flexing with TikTok hoes. So I fire, so I firebombed his work truck. He got fired, and he's scared because he thinks gangs did it. Confess. I hate to see him worry like this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Then they said, P.S. Her ex is not the father of her child. You son of a bitch. You son of you black ass bitch. You motherfucking slut ass fucking stupid ass fucking hoe. Are you fucking kidding me? Anybody who got a problem with what I'm going to say, please come come find me on Instagram, Twitter, or you can drive your ass to Greensboro, and I'll definitely tell you this to your motherfucking face. Bitch, are you fucking stupid? If I am your ex-boyfriend and you have a child and that child is not mine, I don't give a fuck about how that baby drink milk. You better pull your titty out and, and I hope you still got some like got some damn milk in that bitch. Nigga, fuck fuck that damn kid. Nigga, I ain't returning shit. You said X. If you are X, you are X. X X X. You're done. I have nothing to do with you. You are fucking out of here. What in the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? There ain't no way in the shit. That I'm going to take care of a baby that ain't mine. Unless it's family. And if that's her ex, then that baby is not hers. I mean, that baby is not his. So he shouldn't be doing a motherfucking thing. Yeah. And that's it. That's it for that. Alright, and before I end the show, I want to I want to break do a lyrical breakdown of a song that I never really paid attention to. Because I would always just hear it, but I never listened to it. The song Who's making love To your old lady And this shit is fucking trill I just read this shit And it's telling you All you fellows All you fellows Gather around me Let me give you some good advice What I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you now And you better think about it twice While you're liking cheating on your woman There's something you never thought of now tell me who's making love to your old lady while you out here making love. Are you fucking kidding me? Who in the fuck is this dirty macking ass nigga? Are you fucking kidding me? Talking about who's making love to your old lady? Nigga, I'm making love to her too. Nigga, if I'm out here and I'm out here slinging iron for, to the community, then I'm slinging iron to the community. But the, who the fuck are you to ask me who's making love to my old lady? No, that she in the house too, nigga. She in the house while I'm doing this shit, nigga. I got ring on the I got ring up here. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god. Nigga said, I damn, I've seen so many fellas fall into that same old bag.
thinking that a woman is made to be beat on and treated so bad. Now, I agree. You ain't supposed to beat on no women, and you ain't supposed to treat them bad. You're supposed to treat them with some respect. I'm sure that you never dreamed. Hold on. Let me ask. Hold on. He, this nigga is what? Nigga said, let me ask you something. I'm sure that you never dreamed of, and then back on the who's making love to your old lady. Are you fucking kidding me? Listen, man. As a as a retired cheater, the last thing I'm thinking about when I'm out here when I was out there cheating and shit was what she was doing. I did not ask. You remember Mario Winans? I don't want to know. I live by that shit. I don't want to know. Listen, I tell my wife now. I don't want to hear about shit from her past. I don't give a fuck who she fucked, who dick she sucked. I don't want to know none of that shit. The only thing I want to know is, is this dick is the last one you're getting. And that's a fact. I can't believe this nigga's gonna make a song. Who's making love to your old lady? Nigga, I'll fuck you up, nigga. Ain't nobody making love to my old lady. Nigga, I'll beat the shit out of you, nigga. Don't you ever ask me no fucking question like that. Yeah, I ain't naive. I know the shit could happen, but listen. Don't ever ask me no shit like that. That's a fucking fact. But... Um, I hope that if you've listened to this episode, I hope you enjoy it. Um, I hope you share it with your friends and stuff like that. I apologize for talking about Kanye for so long. And I apologize um, to my son for telling his business. But I was pissed off. And there it was. Um, I thought my wife was going to give y'all the message, but I guess she ain't. So with that said, hey, man. If if you listen to this, that means you're alive. That means you're here. Enjoy this shit. You get one shot. Live by your goals. Live by your morals. Because there's nobody out here who can tell you otherwise. It's just like if somebody say, well, well, Moses talked to Jesus. Do you know if Moses really talked to him? Or do, are you just going off what somebody said? Because I've been here for 39 years. And I ain't seen God come out the sky. I ain't seen him say nothing to nobody. I ain't seen him. Why did he tell Moses all this stuff on the mountaintop and then won't tell him nothing else? Don't you think we need an update? We need an update about to come back and give you some more updates. Like, all right, here are the new rules. Here's the other stuff that you do in this type of climate outside of the Ten Commandments. If that's the case. So keep that shit in your mind, man. Live by your dreams. I mean, live your dreams out. Live by your own morals, live by your own standards because you are the only person living off of anything that you're living off of, if that make any sense. But I love you all. Um, just be safe, man. And they talking about more damn corona happening. This woman, I just saw a story. This bitch told me, this lady, this mother, um, she said that she has COVID twice. And I'm asking myself, man, if this shit come back twice? Hey, we got to do something about this shit because I'm a central worker and I work with at least about 20 to 30 niggas who had this shit. So I need I need this shit to work out and be safe and safe, man. But hey, hey, man, y'all y'all just find a way to live, man. Find something to find something to smile, find something to smile about. Don't forget if you are on Apple, rate this motherfucker, man. Give me some fucking stars, nigga. Write some fucking comments on that shit. How the fuck this shit supposed to grow? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to have a live show one day. This shit ain't going to grow unless y'all help me. That's it. Y'all just say word of mouth and then bam. Then I'm selling merch and shit. That shit will be fucking dope. So, y'all just be safe and live, man. And don't beat on nobody. Don't cheat on nobody. Um, and don't kill nobody. 
Because that shit is whack. Hey, 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 hey. Sorry, sorry. I know I said I was ending the show, but it was two segments that I recorded before um, I did my whole Kanye rant. So I'm going to put them at the end of it. So you might hear the introduction again, but it's not really the introduction. It's like the introduction from the other day when I first started on this show. Starting this episode, I should say. So, bang. Check that out. What's going on, good people? This is Levi Bertie with another episode of Sit Your Ass Down, also known as the Old Nigga Section. Um, of course, like I said, it's out the title, but you know exactly what it, what it is and what you came here for. So, how you doing? Hope everybody, everybody's doing great. Um, hope everybody is alive, and hope you're hearing this and you're in the best of spirits. Like I said, I, I, oh, the world keep talking about this whole second wave shit, which is fucking bogus to me. Because I just don't understand how it's the second wave now. Fauci and them talking about if we everybody wear the mask, we can get rid of this in two months. But the problem is, is that let me, all right, all right, let me, let me stop. I mean, I don't even. I'm. This, this is gonna sound bad. But from my observation, I've seen that there have been more Caucasian males who choose not to wear the mask versus anyone else. Now, of course, you see a, a couple of carriers here now and then who don't want to wear it. And I get it. But I've seen a lot of white men like I was in sheets earlier. Um, and on the on the on the door, it clearly says Mask coverings required. People in there, FedEx guy, he in there, he ain't got no mask on. Um, all of these white folks in there with no mask on, and it just makes me say, maybe these niggas want to die. Because the coronavirus is, is, is as powerful as they say. I know when I talked to my sister, she was talking about one of her nurses friends who got it and his his lungs have deteriorated uh, his lung his lungs are deteriorating from covid so it you know shit i guess it's serious somewhere but i really want to ask like do you motherfuckers want to die do y'all really want to live because it seems like when somebody says something it, i don't know if it's the rebellion spirit in them that says fuck this but it, 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 it gotta be something Like something has to give Like Don't you want to be here I don't know nobody on the other side I ain't seen nobody who's been to heaven And said yo that shit is lit nigga You better you can't you, Man you just live right Till you ready to die Then you can come up here and be lit too No I've never seen that in my life Um. So for me it's like you gotta get it in While you're here So while you're here you can't be too dumb you know, now of course I know. Um, I used to do some dumb shit like smoke cigarettes, but I started thinking about it and said, "Hmm, I don't want to die. I definitely don't want to die like this. So why the fuck am I doing it? I made a decision. I stopped. Um, and this COVID is something that I would not want to die from. I don't. I don't think it's cool. I think it's it's a horrible thought um, that you allow." A virus coming your coming your life like that and destroy you. Yeah, apologize for yawning because I just got to work, man. I'm tired, of the motherfucker. Um, 
But the point, that, the overall point that I'm making is, you niggas wear a fucking mask. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of talking about it. I know everybody's tired of the COVID. Everybody's tired. Just wear the fucking mask, you nigga. Like until this shit is clear, or we get a vaccine that's approved by the minister Louis Farrakhan and the FOI. Until we get a vaccine approved by them. Let's just do everything that we can that's going to be safe and it's going to help us live. Period. So, I, I don't know I don't know what's going on there, but like I said, wear your motherfucking mask. Because if not, we going to die. Well, no, nah, we all going to die. But I'm saying, like, well, no, nah, y'all going to die. I'm going to live forever. Um, but yeah, you don't wear your mask. It's, you put yourself at risk in it and it really ain't worth it. So, just remember. So on July the 9th I finally had my surgery um, If you've ever seen me I've had a lymphoma in my head uh, Shit I've probably seen it there since Probably like my late 20s Whenever I started Cutting my hair bald When I knew that it was over And my mom and sister told me I was like what the fuck is that big ass knot? Well they didn't say what the fuck but They was like what's that knot on the back of your head and of course, I ain't had no answer for it. I don't know. I ain't no pretentious to my dumb ass. Um, and it was just something that just kept growing and growing and growing. So if you ever like, if I took certain pictures, I wouldn't even turn my head a certain way because if I turned my head to that that particular direction, then it would put me at risk of seeing that knot in the picture. So now that motherfucker's gone. If you ever seen Dr. Pimple Popper and watch somebody get a lymphoma removed, it's pretty damn awesome. I didn't feel it. I just feel the motherfucker just digging in my damn head the whole time. And just pulling and pulling and pulling till they get that bitch out. And I'm kind of pissed though because I really wanted to see that shit. I don't think they understand. I've lived with that motherfucker for years. Why couldn't I see it? Even though it's not cancerous, they, they gave my results and everything back, but I really wanted to see it because Dr. Pimple Papa make it look so fun getting something removed out of your head or arm or whatever it is. So I'm a little pissed off about that, but I do have a round head now. I don't have any additional um, humps. So that's great, right? Yay! And I survived. Y'all remember a couple weeks, couple couple episodes ago I was in this bitch whining and complaining acting like a pure bitch because they changed my date and now I actually got it done and it's complete besides the bitch but it's complete um so I just wanted to give you an update on that as well <laughs>